2: Welcome in, I'm Rob Black, king of Slack, king of Slack, king of media, king of financial media. I've been doing this longer than anyone I could think of. I've been doing it since Compact Asset Management stood for Commodities Pakistani and not Financial Planning, which he copied from other people. I've been doing it a long time. I'm kind of a big deal. I drink scotch. I've got I many fine scotch. books.
3: I love scotch. Scotch is scotch scotch. Here it goes down, down into my belly. Mm-mm-mm.
2: I've got many fine leather books that smell of rich mahogany. I'm kind of a big producer, doesn't have, <laughs> the producer doesn't have the rich mahogany pull, does he? Which is okay. Um, because I'm kind of a big deal, and I don't need him to, how shall we say, support me.
1: You can't handle the truth!
2: Ah, it's terrible. She has beautiful eyes, and her smells like cinnamon. My favorite probably was discovered by the Germans in 1908. (laughs) Excuse me. Try again. Discovered by the Germans in 1904, they named it San Diego, which, of course, in German means a whale's vagina. Oh, (laughs) Oh, good God. I know, right? It's a quote from Akerman. It's one of my favorite movies, because I do work in television as a financial reporter for now, Um, although I do see that coming to an end at some point in time. Um, You smell... You're a smelly pirate hooker. Why don't you go back to your home on Whore Island? Anchorman, probably the greatest movie with probably the worst sequel of all time. 800
1: 516 I'm in a glass case of emotion!
2: (laughs) Thank you, Rod. Well, if you were a man, I'd punch you. Punch you right in your mouth. That's what you say to women, but... You, they're typically lovely, Behave so you don't yourself. do that. Don't act like you're not impressed. They've done studies, you know. Sixty percent of the time, it works every time. Eight hundred five one six twelve twenty. Get your calls in there. Netflix was a big day yesterday, and the Nasdaq got it on and got on it like a pony. If you want to ride, don't ride the <laughs> dog pony. Um. so yesterday we had a good day because of Netflix it was kind of a sexy story so the growth stock story isn't the only one to be told though there's a lot of financials there's a lot of earnings going on right now IBM United Continental CSX US Bank Corp Morgan Stanley IBM which I believe was tied towards the movie 2001 Space Odyssey which in hindsight, it's kind of funny. You had a talking computer. Who would have a talking computer? Danger. Danger. So IBM down 3%. And uh, how the talking computer in Space Odyssey, HAL, if you shift the letters forward one, you get IBM. Uh, coincidence? Or was that just a fear of computers? Like Frankenstein was a fear of doctors. Dracula was a fear of what happens when you, as a society, say, screw you, religion. Um, so, these movies all have kind of a meaning to us. IBM reported a year-over-year decline in revenue. The 21st consecutive quarter. What was the apes all about in 2001 A Space Odyssey? I, I I didn't get it. I didn't get it. I didn't get it. What were the apes all about? If anyone wants to email me, Robert, rob dot com. Caesar dies. So you get a year-over-year revenue decline for the 21st consecutive quarter at IBM. Now, how many years is 21 quarters? Five years. Uh, their cloud business ain't taken off. Their peer-to-peer business not taken off. Their grocery delivery business not taken Oh, they have none of that. United Continental, CSX Corp, US Bank Corp, Morgan Stanley, all in the news today. United Airlines has spilled over to the airlines because it's not when one generally reports weakness that they all do, because we're all like sheep. We don't care who we fly with. We just fly. CSX and United Airlines are kind of a drag on the Dow Jones transportation average, which recently had a new high. A lot like the NASDAQ. So, transports. We got a great big convoy trucking down the line. Um, Transports are kind of, Wall Street is a discount mechanism. It looks six months in the future and tells us kind of uh, where we're going. Transport's tell us if they're hitting all-time highs that we have an expectation that truckers are going to be full with with materials and trains are going to be full with materials and planes should be full with butts going somewhere to either do business or to do uh, vacation because life is good. So you have a dragged day on the transports because of CSX and... I have many leather-bound books and my apartment smells of rich mahogany. Good God, that took him six minutes to find that. We we, we may need uh, to raise the minimum wage to get a better employee, if you know what I'm saying. Six minutes, seriously, to get that. Um, Elsewhere out there.
4: sorry,
2: He's taking a breather. There's no doubt about that. So you have a bit of a drag going on out there today. Housing starts jumped 8.3% to a seasonally adjusted annual rate of 1.21 million. Building permits increased 7.4% to a seasonally adjusted annual rate of 1.2 million. Why do you care? Well, housing starts mean people are at work. You know that Diet Coke commercial, that Coke commercial where the hot chick sits there and she watches guys swinging hammers and sawing saws and it's incredibly sexualized soda commercial. Those guys, they're not just good looking, they've got jobs. And they make money and they contribute to the economy. So housing is important to our economy. Construction's important to our economy. And when you see building permits, those guys will have jobs in six months from now because permits typically take six months to a year. Uh, hey, let's go down to the uh, city hall and get a permit. We're going to put in a new closet. I'm going to put a new closet in for you. And closet is a sexual innuendo for something, but I don't know what the hell it is. Um, so it's future work. Discovery Communications is reportedly mulling a merger with Scripps Network. Crown Castle International is acquiring LTS Group. McCormick and company is buying a wreck Benister uh, food unit for about $4.2 billion. Vertex Pharmaceuticals is a story stock with an earnings report. Stock has soared 26% because they've got a phase one and phase two trial for its cystic fibrosis drug. Uh, A lot of big news recently in the biotech space. I'm Rob Black. Find me online at robblackshow.com. Keep in mind, there's a lot of dysfunction in Wall Street right now. So we got that going. Which is nice. Find me at robloxshow.com.
1: Now, 800-516-1220. That's 800-516-1220. Now, back to Rob Black and your money on AM 1220 KDOW.
2: I'm Rob Black talking all... Things financial, money investing, and more. Anything you want to talk about? We could talk about money investing and more. CSX beat expectations. They're a big train company. Choo choo. Which always makes me think of commercials. Hey, look, it's a train going in a tunnel. The railroad's revenue also beat forecasts as coal shipments improved. What? We're a nation that still uses coal. United's revenue came in slightly above forecast. Results were helped by both strong overall demand and revenue from items such as upgrades and priority boarding. I told you that United's going to start a program now where you're, you can become a flex traveler, i.e. you can become one of the six to ten people who are willing to get off a plane. Knowingly, you can become that. And they may even tell you before, a day before, two days before, three days before, if you want to get off the plane, We'll give you 250 buckaroos. I like the idea. McCormick, a spice maker, is buying the food business of Britain's Beckett Rinkster for 4200000 million. They're going to get French's mustard. Are they getting Grey Poupon? No, 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 no. They're getting French's mustard, which essentially to me, if you eat French's mustard, you're kind of white trash. Snap, which is Comcast NBC, uh, or Comcast NBC, their news unit is launching a twice-daily news show on Snap's Snapchat service. Comcast, the parent of NBC Universal, and CNBC invested $500 million in Snap during its IPO. That's good for Snap. Gives them a little bit of uh, cachet. Elsewhere out there in the world of news, AMC Entertainment uh, is an equal weight today. The underperformance so far, call them the former. Hollywood player of movies, if you've been to the movies this year, the movie receipts are down. Barclays is concerned about a number of potential negatives, including reports that Chinese government has blocked banks from funding AMC's China-based parrot, Delian Wanda. So if you're going to play China, play one of two plays. Play Alibaba or Sea Play nothing else. BP, the energy giants considering spending off certain U.S. pipelines assets and uh, creating a master limited partnership, which some people would like very much. I like you very much. Let's bring in Tony Mendez with BayAreaLoanSource.com to talk a little real estate with us at this point in time. Joining me now, Tony Mendez, BayAreaLoanSource.com. I take on additional risk exposing myself to real estate and stocks. Um, but I also say, let's look at the history of this. I've got time. As I get closer to 60, and I'm getting closer, um, one more year, closer to death, right? And I, People my age are starting to die. Not at an uh, unreasonable rate, but there's two people I used to work at with, CNET, are dead. And I probably worked with 20 people at CNET. So, so how do you, you want to be? When you die, how when, do I
3: want to be remembered when you die? What? Uh, sure. I guess that Do you want to leave a lot of money and real estate to your, your kid, to, to my kid. Um, I want to be remembered as a good dad. Okay. Um, as a good son, mm. you know, and then good, and a good brother and, uh, to my brothers. Okay. There's gonna be a point in time where your kid hates you. Try not to die
2: at that point. Cause there's gonna be a point in time where he gets past <laughs> it. and He
3: hates me more.
2: <laughs> Cause he'll just remember that he hated you when you died. So it's pretty interesting because I I do say that in kind of a funny way. My dad got, I mean, I got to spend the last couple of years with my dad where he went from being an alcoholic jerk to all my family to being a pretty sweet loving guy. So I got to see a good side of him. My brothers all hate him to this day. So because they never got to be around him. So anyway, um, his legacy is not that great because my mom's kind of eating up his legacy. Um, After he died, we had to settle some of his debts. Uh, with some of his insurance and some of his cash and some of his things like that. But uh, as my mom lives, that legacy of leaving it to the kid in
3: our case is, I, I get this a lot in real estate. What's um, up? You know, the whole, we want to leave a property to our children. Um, should we buy rental property for our children? Do, should we co-sign a, we, we hear it all about uh, uh, this all the time. Um, and, and there's loan products that help people. Um, and that's one of the advantages of, uh, you know, this kind of market right now. And, and a lot of people have equity. Uh, more and more people are helping their children buy houses. Um, that is one thing we are seeing here in the Bay Area quite often. Yeah. Uh, so, you know, there's nothing wrong with, I, I think giving a, I'd rather give my child a house as opposed to money. Yeah. Um. That'll last them for a long time. It'll hopefully build equity for a long period of time. Hopefully it's free and clear at some point. It may not teach them a lesson about borrowing, but um, it does give them a, you know, a, a solid starting ground. Um, and I, I, I have a couple properties that I'm, I'll be glad to be giving to my ch- child. Do you ever see parents make mistakes when buying houses with their kid, buying houses for their kids, uh, or yeah. helping, or helping rather? Yeah, I mean we, we 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 see that. We more commonly we see parents kind of forcing their children to buy a house. Hey, we really want you to buy a house. Uh, we're going to help you out. You can pay us back when you can. And it really puts these people in a, the, the children in a very tight situation. We we had one happen last year where, and we're lucky, they're lucky they did buy last year. Their equity has actually gone up quite a bit, um, but they were really pushing their ratios. They had another ch- child since then. They really needed the house. And I think ultimately they'll look back and thank their parents for pushing it into it. But it was really scary for a while. Um, and, you know, first six months of, of really meeting the the their goals of, you know, on a, on a monthly basis. I see. I, I see that as the hardest part of how a parent could hurt a uh, child or children going into real estate. It's pushing them into it. Remember we're moms and dads. You can batter your children, just don't fry them. <laughs> I'm Rob Black,
2: talking all things financial. That's a lesson learned today. You can find Tony Mendez at Source dot com. That's Source dot com. And I'm Rob Black, talking money, investing, and more. You can find me online at RobBlackShow dot com. It's RobBlackShow dot com. Lots going on. It's kind of funny. Um, probably about ten years ago, I created a portfolios in Yahoo to help me do the radio show. And what I did was I'd come up with software portfolios, hardware portfolios, semiconductor portfolios, so I can quickly say, "Hey, let's take a look at the semiconductor sector," and I'd pull up ten stocks. So I just pulled up the software one, and Oracle and Microsoft were at the top of the list. But Siebel is now gone. I two gone. BEA software gone. MacroVision, gone. Ariba Software, gone. Uh, Commerce Software, gone. Vignette, gone. Um, (laughs) In the networkers, Lucent, gone. Nortel, gone. Redback Networks, gone. Uh, CORV, which was, I guess, Corvallis? Or I don't even know. I feel embarrassed that some of these companies just flat out disappeared. But 10 years ago, I added Amazon, and now it's at an all-time high uh despite all my rage I am still just a rat in a cage thank you ladies and gentlemen I'll be here all day you can find me online at robblack it's rubblack tickets later tickets 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 Ooh. to Reba McIntyre no faith Hill I'm rob black talking all things financial money invested, and more
0: with some
4: magic you can find.
1: The conversation 800 516 1220. That's 800 516 1220. Now, back to Rob Black and your money on AM 1220
4: KDOW. This
1: reminds me a little bit of
2: Amy Mann. It is Amy Mann. It is. Who I find incredibly sexy. American rock singer-songwriter, bassist, guitarist. She was the vocalist for Till Tuesday, probably the song you might remember most. But she also did a song, One is the Loneliest Number. So she's done a lot of um, soundtracks. So in 1983, she co-founded Till Tuesday with her boyfriend at the time and Berkeley classmate, Michael Hoshman. She's someone that you see in concert at the Saratoga concert venue. Um, She's someone you see and you go, why didn't she have more hits? She's Grammy nominated, big time. She's independent, big time. She married singer-songwriter Michael Penn, which is the brother of Sean Penn and also the brother of the Dead Chris Penn. Um She had a big record contract with David Geffen, and she got out of it. Billy Joel had a big record contract at one point in time that basically said, you're only going to make money of your tour. And he signed it. He didn't realize what he was signing. And that's when he basically said, okay, I'm not going to release albums. I'm not going to make money on them. So what he did was he became a piano man, and toured bars and small clubs as a piano player. He kind of stuck the finger to the music industry. And uh, I signed a bad contract. You give me a bad contract. I'm not going to honor my terms and release CDs. I'll be out of my said contract in five years. That's why in the 1970s, Billy Joel came out with album after album after album after album. He had four lined up really solid albums. Because for essentially five years, he was like, he couldn't make money on albums, so he waited till his contract died, and then boom, uh, jumped right into it. So be careful what you signed, in my opinion. Um, Amy Mann has appeared in television because that's what artists do, they don't say no to any working gig, which is an investment lesson for all of us. She made a cameo appearance in The Big Lebowski. She was a German nihilist who sacrificed her green nail polish. Um, She was in Portlandia. She was in One Tree Hell. She did the theme song for One Tree Hell. There we go. Okay, this just brought back a little bit of a memory for me. Might have had a crush on her. Might have, might have been realizing that my body had hormones in it right around the time this song came out. Something about her watching a boyfriend with another girl or something like that. I'm not sure why that played into my childhood fantasies, but it did. Too much information. Time change topic. 800-516-1220 to get your calls in the air. It's 800-516-1220 to get your calls on the air. Visa has a plan to vanquish its biggest competitor. The credit card company is trying to incentivize businesses to stop accepting cash altogether. They've got a cashless challenge. And I'm all about it. I hate cash. Cash is dirty and filthy. Not only do you have to give it out of your pocket to someone else, but then they give you money back. So they want the world to go cashless, and I'm all about it. Their biggest competitor is cash. Plenty of businesses still accept both cash and credit cards because businesses don't want to turn away cash. Uh, on the consumer end a lot of people would be happy to see lines move a little faster if their wallets uh, got a little lighter, but cashless businesses would you know prove problematic for older generation, old souls, those dot bank accounts, um, elementary schoolers who just got their first allowances, things along those lines. So cash is useful on some levels. But I do think I do think that Visa is on to something. Um, eliminating cash is safer, easier, and hopefully it saves people more money than using cash. So that's something that uh, I'm all about. Ladies and gentlemen, I'm all about it. Let's do a quick quiz. Are we ready, Lord Quizmaster? little jeopardy, please. When you retire, tax rate is likely to be lower than when you are working. True or false? The answer is False. Many people make their retirement plans with the assumption that they'll fall into a lower tax bracket once they retire. That's often not the case. Retirees typically no longer have all the tax deductions they once did. Um, the retirees want to have fun. Girls just want to have fun. Retirees just want to have fun. Old people without teeth want to have fun, and fun costs money. Future tax rates may be higher than they are today. Quiz number two. Question number two. Social security benefits are tax-free. True or False. That, too, would be false. Once upon a time, they were, but that all ended with the signing of the Social Security Amendments in 1983. Depending on some of your provisional income, up to 85% of your Social Security benefits are subject to federal income taxes. So a million, uh, if you provisional, it's not worth coming up with provisional incomes, but the IRS wants their money. Withdrawals from which the following retirement plans are tax-free once you retire. What tax-free retirement plans are out there? A, 401Ks. B, traditional IRAs. C, Roth IRAs. D, all of the above. E, none of the above. That would be C, Roth IRAs come with big long-term tax advantage, unlike their 401k and traditional IRA cousins. They're funded with pre-tax dollars. You pay the taxes once uh, on your contributions to Roths up front. So that's up front. Question number four, Lord Quizmaster. There's a good chance that some of or all of your income you receive from any pension or annuity you own is taxable. True or false? There's a good chance that some of your income you receive from your pension or annuity you owe is taxable. True! So if you get a pension, it is taxable. Most pensions are funded with pre-tax income. That means the full amount of your pension income will be taxable. How are you feeling about this quiz so far? Are you in or out? Required minimum distributions which are taxed as ordinary income, kicking at age 70 and a half for holders of traditional IRAs and 401Ks, and the percentage that the IRS requires you to withdraw each year goes up as you get older. True or false? True! You'll start out at 3.65%, and that percentage goes up every year. At age 80, it's 5.3%. At age 90, it's 8.7%. Figuring out your required minimum distribution is complex. That's why you should work with a financial planner. Next question. All the following statements are about RMDs are true. Required minimum distributions. If you fail to take an RMD, a required minimum distribution, you'll face a tax penalty of 50% of the amount you should have withdrawn. The calculation for RMDs and the way you make your withdrawals are the same, whether they're IRAs or 401ks. The withdrawals are taxed as regular income, so RMDs could push you into a higher tax bracket. The increase in your adjusted gross income could trigger higher taxes on your social security benefits, a surtax. Um, so they're all true. Um, it's the first. Uh, it's the calculations for RMDs and the way you make the withdrawals are the same, whether they're for IRAs or 401Ks. If you have several traditional IRAs, the requirement of distribution is calculated separately for each IRA. So it's a little complicated. Next question, if your spouse dies and you get a big life insurance payout, you better be prepared for a sizable tax bill. If you get a big life insurance payout, do you get a big tax bill? False. You have enough to deal with during such a difficult time, so it's good to know that life insurance proceeds paid because the insured person's death are not taxable. Next question, how valuable must your estate be at death to be hit with federal estate taxes? Is it 749000 million, 5.4 million, or 10.9 million. You get taxed for dying by the federal government if your estate is worth $5.4 million. Only two tenths of 1%. Holy mackerel. State taxes aren't a factor for many people. Some states have a state tax when you die, and their exclusion limits can be much lower than the federal limit, such as the one million dollar limit in Oregon and Massachusetts. But for the federal government, it's five point four million dollars. Final question, and then this quiz will finally be over. If you're over sixty-five, you can take a higher standard deduction than other folks are allowed. True or false? It's true. The standard deduction for individuals sixty-five and older is seventy-nine hundred dollars. For younger people, it's 6350 and the standard deduction for couples who are both 65 and older is $15,200. So what I was trying to get at with this quiz is that there's crazy numbers on RMD, there's crazy numbers on life insurance, there's crazy things to think about. I think the White Walkers win the Game of Thrones, just between you and me. Might have been sampling something grown in the garden when I figured out that theory. And I think one of the dragons get turned to, to a white walker, a white walker dragon. I know you're saying, did you figure this out on your own? Okay, spoiler alert, spoiler alert. I'm Rob Black, talking to all things financial. Find me online at robblackshow.com. It's robblackshow.com. Twitter, robblackshow. YouTube, robblackshow. Don't forget, I have a new show on Mondays and Thursdays called Stock Talk. It's from 6 a.m. to 7 a.m., so, three hours of Roberto Negro and Doleros, that's right. I'm Rob Black talking to all things financial, money, and more. <laughs>
1: online at robblack.com. Now, back to Rob Black and your money on AM 1220 KDOW. KDOW came to me and CFP
2: Chad Burton and said, could you take over the 6 o'clock hour? I said, thank God, because that show was awful. And I want you to have good material and good content out there to the point that I'll actually hurt my social life helping create it. I don't want to get up earlier. I don't want to work longer. But when all was said and done, I said I'll do Mondays and Thursdays and I'll do a show called Stock Talk. We don't have the imaging yet, so you can't really tell. Chad Burton, CFP, is going to do new a uh, new focus on wealth Tuesdays and Thursdays. And we're going to mesh together a Friday show. Uh, there'll be podcasts of each that are different than what we currently do. I'm only going to be talking stocks and sectors and things that I like and don't like as far as investing goes. It's pretty hardcore stuff. So tomorrow morning from 6 to 7, you can hear me. But let's hear a peek of what CFP Chad Burton talked about this morning to give you an idea of what he talks
4: about on Tuesdays and Thursdays from 6 a.m. to 7 a.m. I was talking about bonds, a little bit of a stealth bear market in long-term bonds. 30-year treasury uh, rose seven basis points just on its own just last Thursday or so. So bond duration. I was talking about the 10-year treasury has a, a duration of 9.1. So, you know, if rates were to go from 2.26% to 3.26%, you would see a loss if you had a bond fund that had a duration similar to the 10-year treasury. You'd have a loss of about 9%. So if we just go from 226 to around 3% on the 10-year treasury, that could create a loss on paper of that bond for around 5% or so. Now, if you own individual bonds, you could just hold them until maturity and get your money back if the creditor in the situation, which would be the government, um, if you were, you know, if as long as they're sound, they'll give you your money back. Now, in a, a mutual fund or an ETF, people sell and it forces the manager to have to sell the bonds prior to maturity in many cases, in order to create the cash to give the shareholders of the mutual fund their money back. So it could actually turn paper losses into real losses. That's why in terms of major exposure to basic bond indexes that hold some 10, 20, 30 year treasuries inside of it, not a fan, not a fan of that type of indexing or passive investing when it comes to bonds. I think it's a horrible time to do that. Um, You also have to be careful inside your 401k of anything called strategic income funds or high yield bond funds. Those are junk bond funds. And if oil prices continue to dip lower and lower, you might see a issue in that space as well, because a lot of those bond funds in the strategic income or high yield junk bond area have to do with energy companies. And when oil gets this low, um, once it you know breaks 40 bucks a barrel, which who knows if it will or not, but it easily could because there's so much oil out there now those companies really start to struggle and you see defaults go up. That's why some of those high-yield strategic income funds, which are actually junk bond funds that had 20% exposure into that energy sector, fell a large amount around this time last year. So you got to be very, very careful of your bond choices. And you know, if you're 20, 30, 40 years old, unless you're super conservative, you don't really need much bonds in your portfolio yet. But if you're 10 years from retirement or in retirement, that's when you start adding the fixed income typically. And so you have to do that much more carefully these days. It's the toughest area to invest. Another area that is starting to be obviously tough to invest in is is real estate. And some real estate investments that I'm seeing out there are making me a bit queasy. Um, There is, first of all, never go into private REITs or non-traded REITs, real estate investment trusts. Um, The majority of the stories in those areas are... Terrible. I mean, just terrible. All you have to do is look up uh, non-traded REITs and lawsuits or non-traded REITs and FINRA and see all the regulation that's going on. All these you know, so-called financial advisors, which really work on commission, selling you these non-traded REITs as bonds on steroids. Uh, some people have lost radio shows over it. And they're just riddled in hidden fees of up to 14% in the beginning. So steer clear of those. People are also going in on these large partnerships with many, many other people, and they're not even verifying the ownership of the property. So be very careful of that. If you're putting a significant amount of money into a real estate fund or a fund where they go in and remodel apartments and do something else, and you're not having an attorney verify the ownership of properties, you could easily be in a Ponzi scheme. So, Be very careful of that kind of stuff. And I'm Rob Black talking all things financial. That's
2: CFP Chad Burton. He can be heard now Tuesdays and Wednesdays from 6 a.m. to 7 a.m. Here on KDOW. He's all that and a bucket of chicken. Uh, Good, solid stuff. Um, Mortgage applications jumped 6.3% as borrowers rushed to refinance. Volume for mortgage applications rose 6.3% last week. Volume remains 31% lower than a year ago when interest rates were lower. Refinance volumes have been falling after rates moved slightly higher. Uh, Good time to get a mortgage. So, in my opinion, Snapchat's going to do a daily news show with NBC. NBC. Something you'll never see on Snapchat's... uh, daily news show with NBC anchors sitting behind desk wearing suits and ties starting today NBC news will produce the show which is called stay tuned twice a day for snapchats 166 million users each edition will cover the biggest news stories of the day it will be a crisp two to three minutes in length I was worried when America was getting its news from Jon Stewart now we're getting our news from snap in two to three minutes a day uh that's okay that's cool I'm good with that. Uh, United just reported a great quarter profit of $818 million. It pays to drag people off kicking and screaming and bloodied. <clears throat> 71 million passengers during the first half of the year, up 4.2% compared with the year ago. I'm Rob Black. For some reason, Justin Bieber's got the most streamed song ever. What the... Does that tell you about Pandora, Spotify, and SoundCloud? They're not making any money, it tells me. I'm Rob Black. Really?